Hey everybody, welcome to episode 265 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm your host Tom Zalatni, and uh, I'm flying solo in studio today uh, for what are probably obvious reasons. Uh, (laughs) This week's episode is going to be a little different from our usual format. Um, We recorded all of this on March 16th. Um, Right now it's March 21st when I'm recording this part of everything and uh you'll be hearing this obviously when you hear it um as you probably know we're in the middle of a massive uh social distancing quarantine whatever you want to call it brought on by uh COVID-19 um yeah so so people are being advised to stay home as much as possible in order to spread or in order to limit the spread rather of the virus and uh, as a result I'm alone in the studio right now and might be for the foreseeable future uh we're probably just going to be doing a lot of one-on-one remote call episodes for the next couple of weeks until this all blows over hopefully only a couple weeks maybe months maybe years I we'll see um anyway for today's episode um we were originally going to do something special for Adrian because it's her last episode with us. Um, but given the circumstances, we weren't really able to get together, which is a huge bummer. Um, but I made a point of calling up Adrian, Kate, and Jeremiah. Uh, not in that order. In fact, in kind of the opposite of that order. Um, in order to sort of, you know, pick everybody's brains about the stuff we're talking about today. And to, you know, give some goodbye messages to Adrian because I thought that would be a nice way to send her off. Um, I have spoken to her since we recorded this episode and she has safely arrived in Chicago and is quarantining herself there after kind of no contact with any people on the way down from the sounds of it. So that's good. Um, anyway, we wish her all the best and uh, I hope you enjoy episode 265. I'm Tom Zalatni, and uh, this week's episode is going to be a little bit different from our usual format. I'm recording on March 16th, and as I'm sure you probably know, we are right in the middle of a massive quarantine brought on by the COVID-19 coronavirus. Uh, so a lot of people are being advised to stay home as much as possible in order to limit the spread of the virus. And uh, here in Montreal, there is uh, no exception to that rule. We are being advised to stay home, uh, and as a result, I am alone in the studio today. Uh, <laughs> no one no one wanted to brave the uh the virus and come out here, and I frankly cannot blame them. Uh, but the good news is, everyone was still free tonight because this kind of got sprung on us a couple days ago. So uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to be calling people up over the next hour uh, to chat a little bit about you know how we're feeling about all of this and also how to survive during social isolation, uh, including but not limited to the food that we eat while we're you know socially isolated and intentionally distancing ourselves from other people because. Uh, You know, we're in the middle of our March Madness, Munch Madness, rather. Uh, We're in the middle of our Munch Madness series, and uh, all we're talking about right now is food. So it feels like the right time to do that. Um, But before I make my first call, uh, I want to take some time to acknowledge that the studio where we record is situated within the traditional and uncertain territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. Um... (laughs) So we just brought a new show onto our network called Gaze in the Woods, and uh, its host Emmett shared a message at the beginning of last week's episode that I think was kind of spot on about this. Um, I'm paraphrasing a little bit here, but they basically said that an important link between the social distancing that we're doing because of coronavirus and the protests against the government's pipeline through Wet'suwet'en land over the past few months, uh, the, the big important link between the two is that they're both primarily about limiting harm to our neighbors. Um, so in both cases, the end goal is to protect people right lots of people um, and we're trying to protect them from harm or by you know encouraging people and encouraging the government to make decisions that will cause the least harm uh, to the largest number of people um so yeah at the time of recording the verdict is out on what the final solution is going to be to either of those situations um but in the meantime you know you can do what you can to stay informed and stay safe and remember to be gentle with yourself and with those around you in the process okay so that being said 
I'm going to make the first call for the episode, and it's going to be my wonderful co-host, Kate Bradley. Hello. Katie B. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah? You feeling all right with all the uh, all the chaos? I am very stressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm smoking so much weed. <laughs> You know, I think that's a super that's a super valid response to all of this, honestly. Yeah. Well, yes. And then I'm like, gotta slow down. But then another day comes, and I'm like, hey, Bong, what's up? <laughs> I may be high right now. I may have misgaged the time. You know, that's totally fine. <laughs> um. So, so obviously, we're partway through our Munch Madness food series. This is uh, yes the fifth episode of that um so we are going to be talking primarily about food on this episode but um Mm -hmm. also this is adrian's last episode with us as a co-host um and originally you and i had talked about like you know doing something fun the three of us tonight and like you know giving her a good send-off and obviously we can't do that which is a bit of a bummer but i was wondering if you had any sort of like if you could give her any sort of well wishes before she heads out. Oh my God. And I realize you're stoned now. So it maybe is. Oh no, that's great. (laughs) Emotions. (laughs) Emotions flow far more freely when you're stoned. Oh, do I talk to the camera? I'll talk to the camera. Hey, Adrian. There is no camera. Hey, Adrian. Oh, you're so great. You're such a like Batman in the real world who like really hates Montreal nachos. Um, I I loved your attitude from day one when we were in level one together at Montreal Improv. Oh, now I'm getting sappy. <laughs> I, I wish you all the best. You're going to do fucking great things because you're a fucking boss and, and, and also because you're a wonderful human and I love you and I wish you all the best. Spoons! <laughs> Shout out to Spoons. I almost forgot what was happening. I was just like, wait, <laughs> what am I saying? Who am I talking to? Who's on the phone? Okay, I'm back. Nice. How how are you doing, man? Doing okay. You know, the 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 financial side of this hasn't totally hit us yet. Um because mm-hmm. my my day job is secure until mid April, right? Like I'm already right. I'm already freaking out about losing my job. So I'm not in the same situation as people who are like currently suddenly losing work like my job is not going anywhere until the exact date that i already know it's going somewhere yeah yeah true so there's so many unknowns right now it's fucking crazy yeah and and so that's kind of been helpful like i'm actually like teffer and ray are both home from school this whole week and next week Mm -hmm. too i think um and so I'm actually getting more work done during all of this than I normally do because I'm not on baby duty like all day. Right. Um, so I'm actually doing okay. I mean, you know, I'm stressed and and uh, we're still trying to figure out what our financial situation is going to look like after April. But yeah. the only real effect this has had is like the grocery stores don't have things that I want to be able to eat. And uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's been like yeah, mostly admit, fine. Yeah, I think like I've got so much running around in my head, but I'm there's also like a big voice saying, "Hey, you know that you can just fucking do nothing right now, right?" Right. Like, there's, I mean, there's I I have a lot of shit to do, but there's also time that I should be not thinking about all of this, mm-hmm. and I'm having a big, big hard time doing that. <laughs> oh, we watched. We finally watched Get Out. Oh yeah. Um, which was so perfect for my brain because if we watch anything that was even remotely less interesting, I've just been like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> for example, we watched we watched Uncut Dre- Gems yesterday. Uh-huh. Not a fan. Yeah, I've heard uh, I've heard really really mixed things about that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can see what like a person who likes cinema would see the value in you know like someone with more culture about movies would enjoy it more than i would Mm. but like as a just outside view you know i was like "Eh." yeah hey what what were we talking about (laughs) uh well i mean honestly like yeah that fair enough i'm back i'm back yeah Yeah. okay we're good i remember so like i think that's kind of a valid thing though like watching you know catching up on the stuff that you haven't had time to catch up on now that you're yeah. like stuck in the house um does kind of bring us into what our sort of topic is for today's episode um we don't have a patreon topic today but i figured you know everyone is 
quarantined more or less like all of our listeners are either stuck at home or have some kind of relationship to this this situation whatever it may be um and so i thought a way to tie that into our food series would be to talk about like how has this affected your eating yeah it's weird (laughs) because like it's still things are still okay Mm -hmm. so like we haven't been hoarding a bunch of food like we bought more canned food Mm -hmm. but we haven't really touched it yet we have a few fresh montreal meals left paul got some like uh flat pizzas at before it was like advised to you know stop like unnecessary (laughs) trips and shit and there's this all that although i mean flat pizza is necessary well yeah yeah. Um, arguably yeah so yeah it's been okay and like we had a breakfast with his parents which we probably shouldn't have had um and uh my sister-in-law brought cookies and stuff and that was so good um so like we haven't but I definitely have a bunch of cans of chickpeas now. Right. So we're going to be getting into that soon. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting, I'm honestly starting to worry. Like there's a, I'm, my day is spent being super chill mixed simultaneously with super stressed and also like that creeping fear of what's coming. Yeah. No, I get that. It's, it's, I think week one of a quarantine is kind of like that, right? You, you have that initial panic of like, got to make sure we're stocked up. And then once you're stocked up, you're kind of like, okay, well, nothing's happening yet. So I guess we'll just, you know, we'll coast by and see what, what happens next. And yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and then, and then like just seeing how things were at the grocery store, like grocery, like food, how people get their food is going to be so, uh, so important. Yeah. And it's like, fuck so that i don't know like also like scarcity so oh a friend was posting about um grocery stores in toronto Mm. and everywhere she went people left the basmati rice interesting and it's such a good rice it is a good rice that's probably racist it's probably a racist thing that they left it that makes sense like i think i think there's a lot of people based on taste yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people who are, like, avoiding anything that comes from, like, the Eastern Hemisphere of the world right now. Oh, my God. And yeah. it's dumb. You Like, don't... Here's my... If you're listening to this and you're like, I'm one of those people, don't. Just just go buy, <laughs> go buy that stuff. It's fine. Go buy that stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, so what, what are you eating? Or we're I, I, probably... I don't know how many times people are going to ask you what you're doing. <laughs> well, you're the first call. <laughs> so individual calls. You, okay, great. you get to ask me that. And then if anyone else yeah. asks, I'll, I'll shoot them down. Um, we've been, <laughs> we've been pretty okay. Like we, um, we have a lot of pantry staples because we, for the past few months have been like regularly stocking up at the local food depot. Um, in fact, right. actually, if anyone listening is in NDG, um, the depot is really great. You should look into it. Um, they give you free groceries if you live in the neighborhood like twice a month it's it's awesome um so we have like tons of beans and couscous and like that kind of stuff so we've been mostly fine the the big kind of thing that i'm finding it limiting is like i feel hesitant to be creative with my food right now um Mm. or to like have too much fun with it i guess because you can't like you know, you're you're encouraged not to go to the grocery store too much, right? And you're encouraged yeah. not to like go out too much. And uh, I had gotten into the habit because I work from home and can kind of you know go to the grocery store whenever. Usually, I've gotten right. in the habit of doing all my like I buy dinner prep the day of, right? So I'm like I, I go to the store in the morning and get everything, and then I make dinner. And uh, it's been a real change for me, like having to pre-plan a little bit more and also getting to the store and a lot of the good stuff being sold out because people are kind of panicking and buying everything in bulk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it hasn't changed too much, honestly, because we do we do tend to, like, eat a lot of kind of pantry staples and, like, usually we'll just buy something to go with it any given day, right? Yeah. Um, that's, well, that's yeah. the thing is the habits we have, right? Like mm-hmm. I've been so deep into Domino's lately, so I don't <laughs> even remember what a fucking chicken breast looks like. <laughs> and I'm now having to like make decisions based on, okay, how long is this going to last me? Right. How many nutrients are in it? All this different <laughs> stuff. And it's like, yeah, changing those habits. Is, so you guys being in the can world is good. Yeah, that's it. Like I feel like we've already, we've been more or less like there we you know it's just limited now in a way that it wasn't before like we were yeah we were finding really fun ways to eat pantry staples and now we're kind of just like okay we're gonna find medium fun ways to eat pantry staples 
Um, so, uh, I, my, I won't keep you too much longer. Um, but we, you know, we are still in the middle of Munch Madness. I want to make sure yes. that we have time to answer a couple of questions about our food bracket. Um, uh-huh. Today is the first and second round of the quarterfinals. Okay. Um, this is kind of fun because each of you, when I call you, is not going to know the results. Like, Ooh. N- right? Because like the others aren't in the room. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, and then I'm going to ask the next person and the next person. And then at the end of the episode, I'll be the only one who knows. Oh, that's so much fun. But power. Um, <laughs> this is how I'm coping. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm, live I'm, it. I'm coping with socialization by putting more effort into my, my podcasting than usual. Um, <laughs> so, Kate, the first round of our quarterfinals uh, is between cake and garlic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally yeah, sure how right. these two ended up against each other. <laughs> Oh my god! Fuck off! Uh, (laughs) Definitely cake, yo. (laughs) Okay, okay. That's one vote for cake. Sounds good. Uh, 100%. Yeah, that's fair. Um, And then the second round is uh, soup versus sandwiches. I feel like this is the harder harder of the two. Oh, fuck. Because they're both the same thing in their own realm. You know, like they're so Mm -hmm. varied in both directions. Right. Oh, difficult. Yeah, it's okay, like okay. quarterfinal one really comes down to whether you're more into sweets or savories, but quarterfinal two comes down to whether you have a soul or not. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I said oh, it. Okay. Oh, you, okay. I think I may be blanking out on, on <laughs> you expressing rage venting about sandwiches. It's all coming back to me now. So I'm guessing you're a sandwich boy. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I, I doing, think doing I, this on the phone is turning me into a completely different person. <laughs> it's a different vibe, right? I love it. Um, we'll get used oh, to it. Man. We might be doing it for the next few weeks. Yeah, totally. Um, so what do you what are you going with? Super sandwiches. Okay, okay. I I am gonna go with oh, fuck. <laughs> so, so, sandwiches you're going sandwiches all right yeah yeah i'll tell you yeah if i if i get a vote i'm also going sandwiches but i might not get a vote depending on how the you know right 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 right. like i'll be a tiebreaker right because i i I wasn't sure about the whole like because when you were like no soul bullshit i'm like oh crap which side of the fence is you on (laughs) because like both of them have shitty versions of themselves oh absolutely so like i think you have to go and now I'm thinking about like a nice sausage and fried onion in like a baguette. Oh, oh don't do this. To yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I said the thing about whether you have a soul or not, I should clarify. Right. I think both are great. I think that there are going to be people who are going to be mad no matter which one wins. Yes. And I think that everyone who's going to be mad is going to be like everyone who voted for the one that I didn't think should win has no soul yeah. and is an asshole, you know? Well, it's good to get your like your bases down. Yeah, you know how you're gonna feel when these people come at you. Yeah, and be like, you have no soul. You have no impact on me. You're nothing. You're a shell. Yeah. You're a shell of a human. <laughs> and isn't that what we all? <laughs> that's the message we all need to hear during the during the pandemic. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, any uh, any final thoughts for people before uh, before I let you go tonight? Um, love love is the key. Um, also smoke as much as you want <laughs> that's good <laughs> thanks Kate I'll talk to you soon Thank you. thanks for calling Tom <laughs> have a great end of podcast thanks have a good night bye, bye. alright that was Kate Bradley we're going to take a quick break and hear from one of the uh, other shows on our network and then after that we're going to call up Jeremiah so uh, stay tuned for that Hey there, campers. My name is Emmett, and I'm the host of Gaze in the Woods, a podcast that explores rural LGBTQIA2 experiences, from radical fairies and lesbian farmers to backwoods slam poets and community organizers organizing communities the community didn't know where they were all along. Can you have a pride parade when you're the only gay in the village? What is camp when you live in a trailer? And if a genderqueer bear shares their pronouns in the forest and nobody gets it, is anything real? I don't know, but let's find out together on Gaze in the Woods, an Upford Network podcast. Hello. Hey, how you doing? 
I am doing all right. How are you doing? Yeah, you know, I can't complain. It's uh, it's a stressful time, but I'm I'm surviving and I'm doing okay. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, we're in the middle of you know a pandemic and a quarantine and social distancing and everything. Um, I want to start by, I guess, asking you how all this has affected you and how you're feeling about it. I don't really know. <laughs> it's been a weird week and a bit. I got sick about like a week before the actual like recommended social distancing. Mm. So I've been home for like a week and a half by myself at this okay. point. So I'm already going a little stir crazy. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've been painting and watching movies and surviving. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Are you, are you feeling better? I am starting to feel better. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good to hear. Yeah. I, uh, I can't imagine like having already been sort of quarantining yourself right before finding out that you're about to have to for a couple of weeks. That's rough. Sorry about that. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I haven't gone grocery shopping or anything because I've been avoiding public. Because it's like people already talked about it. So I was like, oh, if I'm already sick, I probably shouldn't be in public spaces. Right. Just so I don't catch it. And then they were like, yeah, don't. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) So I got my roommate to go grocery shopping for me because I was like, I'll cook you dinner if you buy groceries. Right. I mean, yeah, fair enough. That, that, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, because he was, like, still working and everything. So he was going out anyway. And so I was like, hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, that that makes sense. We've been trying to, like, you know, I'm, I'm so used to buying all of my groceries. I was just telling Kate this a couple minutes ago. I'm so used to buying, you know, stuff to make for dinner the day of. Um, cause I have the kind of schedule where I can just do that. Right. And now I'm like yeah. having to plan a little more. And also the grocery store is like understocked on everything. And like, I'm sure that'll start to slow down while people start panicking less, but it's been, uh, it's been real tricky. Yeah. I, I honestly haven't been in, in a grocery store in like over a week. So everybody's like, yeah, it's crazy out here. And I'm like, oh, hmm. okay, I'll take your <laughs> word for it. Yeah. I mean, you basically like. Uh, the last few times I've gone to any store I'm either there and there's way too many people and I get stressed out and decide to leave without buying anything or I get there and it's pretty empty but also the shelves are like mostly empty and it's uh, there's no kind of middle ground you know that sounds very surreal yeah so this um this was going to be Adrian's last episode with us before she moves back to Chicago. Um and originally the plan was to do like a sort of special send-off for her tonight in person and have us all here and you know kind of celebrate the time <laughs> we've got to have together before she leaves, but obviously that there's been a change of plan there. Um but I was wondering if you had any sort of like uh, you know any kind of like parting message for her before she leaves. Oh boy, put me on the spot. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know. Um I know we have very different opinions on a lot of things, Adrian. <laughs> but I always really enjoyed that. I found that made the episodes we were on together a lot more interesting and provided a good counterbalance to my ridiculously radical um just like point of view sometimes. So it's been fun. Good luck in the States. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. what all I have to say. Yeah, fair enough. I yeah, I was thinking about like the the sort of the energy between the two of you is always a lot of fun, and I think like that's something I'm gonna really miss about Adrian is like having that sort of like she's like chaotic good, you know. She she has this like this she generally wants things to be good and better for people, but like she's a little snarky about it, and I think there's a fun kind of. There, there's a balance between the two of you that I think is really fun and I'm going to miss that. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> um, okay, my other my other question, I have two things left. Uh, obviously, one of them is that we have to do a couple rounds of the food bracket, which is interesting because mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you who wins. You'll just have to find out because I don't know yet, uh, right? Because <laughs> you're only the second person. I've still got a couple of people to talk to after this. Um, but before we get to that, um, I wanted to ask if you have any... Um, I guess, like, suggestions for people about um, what they can do during the uh, during the social distancing. Just, like, to keep themselves occupied? Yeah, to keep themselves occupied, to keep themselves, like, 
aware of what's going on in the world to keep themselves fed like just any like you know advice you have for people who are going through this since you've you're you're a week and a half in at this point right you're an expert (laughs) oh yeah i'm such an expert (laughs) um just like definitely make an effort to have some kind of a routine whether that's like 10 minutes of stretching or yoga in the morning or like going out for a walk halfway through your day like don't just become a couch potato because then you're going to get really depressed (laughs) speaking from experience um take this opportunity to like just turn your phone off and sit and read a whole book (laughs) pick up a new hobby learn to embroider (laughs) did you say learn to embroider that's what i've been doing yeah it's uh it's it's nice because it's like you can watch a documentary or something but you have something that keeps your hands busy which for me I find like having something for my hands to do really cuts down on my anxiety sure yeah and it's like simple and repetitive enough that it doesn't take a lot of energy or like focus right especially if you're still just like learning the stitches so yeah fair enough I uh I have never personally embroidered, but my kind of go-to if I need something to do with my hands while I'm watching TV, uh, and I don't want to just stare at my phone like I normally do, uh, <laughs> I uh, I'm a big fan of um, finding like a like a crossword puzzle to do, you know. Mm, yeah, um, and that keeps you smart, helps your brain. Theoretically, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so so finding some kind of way to stay, like, stimulated, I guess. Yeah, and definitely, like, limit the amount of time that you're on your phone or your computer. Like, definitely pay attention to, like, the news and whatever, but don't mm. spend all day just scrolling Instagram. Right. Because that's me, and, like, it does not help with your anxiety. It does not help with feeling isolated. It makes it so much worse. Yeah. Just, like... You don't have to be on call for work. You don't have to be answering emails right now. Take the opportunity to just sit for five hours and not look at your phone. Yeah. It just never happens for us. So, like, do it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that is uh, that is very good advice. I've been finding, um, and I guess we talked a little bit about this on um, last week's episode, which uh, you won't have heard yet because I think you weren't on it. No, it was just me and Kate and a guest. Uh, but we talked a little bit about, like, ways to sort of stay or ways to give yourself space I guess if that makes sense Um, yeah so like you know I think especially millennials we tend to like want to turn all of our hobbies into something monetizable or into some kind of work and and I think also our guest uh, our guest last week Billy uh, pointed out like Part of that is also like growing up in the church you kind of do um like feel guilty about having any downtime um oh, true <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah and and i was thinking like yeah i uh i recently have been making an effort to like have some times of day where i like plug my phone in in another room and like go do something and like sometimes the thing i'm doing is watching tv so i'm still kind of plugged into something but i'm disconnected from social media and i think that makes a massive difference yeah, and the other thing with, like, not having your phone on you or, like, taking some time away from it is then it's, like, you own your time and how you're using it. You're not at the beck and call of whoever has your phone number or whoever DMs you. Right. Which I feel like is a pattern a lot of us fall into. It's like, oh, no, I have this smartphone so that people can reach me whenever they need to. I need to constantly be, like, answering. Right. But you don't. <laughs> if you text somebody back two and a half hours later, like, that's, that happens. That's life. That's fine. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. Most of the time. I will say if somebody, if you send someone a text and then like, if you're texting back and forth with someone for a couple of minutes and then you just decide you're going to disappear once you've set a precedent, <laughs> I think then you need to be like, Hey, disappearing for a minute, give them a heads oh, yeah. up, you know? Yes. Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think like it is good advice to like find ways to sort of just be present, I guess, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. So, so the last thing before I let you go, uh, obviously it's Munch Madness. We still have our tournament bracket. We're into the quarterfinals now, which means we're getting to things that like all of these are foods that have come up before, but also the pairings are going to start to get either more ridiculous or more contentious. Um, okay. Okay. And uh, we're going to do two rounds today, quarterfinal one and quarterfinal two. And let me tell you, one of them 
is a ridiculous pair and the other is going to be kind of contentious. Okay. So, uh, between, so for round one, let me know who you vote for between cake and garlic. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, garlic. Yeah. 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 Because I can, like, I, I have other dessert alternatives, but so much of my cooking is contingent upon garlic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to vote garlic. Yeah, I feel that. What I, uh, what I told Kate before was, uh, so I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll update people as we go through the, the rounds. Um, for this round now, there's one vote for cake and one vote, one vote for garlic, because uh, Kate voted for cake. And uh, what I told her was, um, this one seems to really be about whether or not you are, <laughs> like, into sweets or you're someone who's more into like, you know, every other food. You know. Oh, I love sweets, but. There's a there's a great variety. I can work around the no cake rule. Yeah, that's it. But but garlic is like garlic is the base that everything else is built on, you know? Like you can't get rid of garlic. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um cool. Okay. So, quarterfinal round 2, we got soup versus sandwich. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> soup versus sandwich. Mm. Mm. Man. This one I feel um, like is the harder of the two. Yeah, I feel like honestly I eat soup more often. Mm. So I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, mm, I'm gonna have to go with soup. You're going soup. Awesome. I gotta tell you, this is very fun for me because now Kate voted sandwich. So we now have. <laughs> so now both of them are tied. Both rounds are tied, which means uh, Adrian's going to get to cast the the tiebreaker for both rounds. Oh man, <laughs> she never votes for the same things as me. I don't know. I uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. <laughs> I think my prediction, and I'm going to say this now, my prediction is that Adrian will go garlic and sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't see Adrian going cake over garlic, but I do see Adrian going sandwich over soup. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Time will tell. Yep. Uh, You'll know soon. I'll know in a week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have any final messages for people before before I let you go? No, I don't. I could, but I don't. Fair (laughs) enough. (laughs) Cool. Well, have a good one. I hope you, uh, you know, make a full recovery soon and feel great and get to, like, go outside and see the sun and stuff. Thank you. (laughs) I hope so, too. (laughs) Have a good night. You, too. Bye. Bye. All right, so that was Jeremiah, and now we are going to take another quick ad break, and then after that, we're going to hear from Adrian Schoen for the very, very last time. That's super not true. Adrian is probably going to phone into the show every once in a while. But the last time as a host. I'm Tom. I'm Will. And we're the hosts of Blasting Off Again, a Pokemon watch-through podcast brought to you by the Upford Network. We've taken on the monumental task of watching through every episode of Pokemon providing in-depth analysis of everybody's favorite 90s dogfighting cartoon. We're asking the hard-hitting questions. Who's the real hero of this series? Why do some of these episodes get banned? Is Ash's treatment of his Pokemon abusive or just negligent? Is Charizard completely justified in treating Ash like the worst trainer of all time? Why don't more Pokemon have nipples? Which Pokemon would make the best professional wrestler? Is Farfetch'd your best option for Christmas dinner? Who even is that Pokemon? Are all cops bastards? Wait, I thought this was a Pokemon podcast. Uh... Anyway, tune into Blasting Off again on the Upward Network and we're Wherever you find your podcasts. We're, We're blasting, blasting off again. again. Ding. This episode is brought to you in part by Chaos. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you've heard us talk about Chaos. They're professional sound equipment, cinema grade cameras, event hosting, and more. But right now, we want to tell you about a special service that they rolled out a little while ago. For a limited time only, Chaos is offering radically reduced rates for their new social media services as part of a limited time promo offer to help them with some case studies. What does that mean? Well, basically, they want to publicly test out how effective their new social media packages are, and so they're offering them at a discounted rate of 70 to 80% off the usual price. That's a huge savings, so if you've been looking for a way to revamp your brand's social media presence, go to createchaos.com or hit them up on Instagram at createchaos to find out more. That's chaos with a K. This episode is also brought to you in part by Le Coin de Jouet at Agrino Mall. Do you like kids' toys, puzzles, board games, figurines, crafts, stuffed animals, and model cars? How about D&D books, cards, dice, and accessories? If you're into any of that stuff, which, let's face it, you probably are because you're a human being with a heart and a soul, head down to Le Coin de Jouet at Angrenial Mall right away. Um, I'm not 100% sure if they're open during all of the quarantine stuff, so maybe 
maybe give them a call first and double check. Um, but if they are open, you can get a 20% discount uh, just by telling them that we sent you. So yeah, find them at 7077 Boulevard Newman in LaSalle, Quebec, or at Coin on Instagram and Facebook. Welcome to the Cash Corner, the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. During this pandemic quarantine, a lot of freelancers are losing work. To be totally honest, so am I. I make a non-zero amount of my income, uh, the income that I live off of, by letting people rent my home studio to record their own shows. Uh, with you know most people, all people opting to stay home and avoid contamination, my income has been directly affected. Um, but I also recognize that most likely a lot of you listening are also facing financial troubles in light of this, because you know your jobs or your schools or your freelance clients are shutting things down to avoid spreading the virus. So this week, instead of asking you to give us money, <laughs> I'm just going to ask you to share this episode around. Pass it along to at least one other person. Um, you know, social distancing can be really isolating, and having a good podcast to listen to can help people feel less lonely. Of course, if you do feel like throwing money our way, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> if you want, you can pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, where you'd be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Killian, Sarah, Angelica, Will, Anne, Andrew, Laura, Kate, and Erica. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. Uh, obviously, there is no featured question today because we're kind of, you know... <laughs> doing a, a sort of COVID special. Um, but yeah, if you want to help kind of directly influence the way that this show goes, you can do that at Patreon. Hey. Hey, how you doing? All right. Hold on one second. Sure. Cool. So how's uh, how's everything? How are you feeling about, uh, you know, quarantine and having to move and puppets? <laughs> I mean, utterly panicked. <laughs> <laughs> How does um how does like how does moving during a quarantine work? Like are you you're allowed to, certainly. Right. Well, I check the internet every I don't know hour <laughs> and then uh I see what borders are closed down and uh what what they're talking about closing down and then I uh cross my fingers and and uh <laughs> Because at this point, I don't know how to, like, I've rented the truck. Like, this is all set in motion for, right. for so long that now I'm like, I don't really know how to stop it. But at the same time, like, I don't really want to travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, uh, but also, like, if I don't do it now, will I be able to do it later? And even if I didn't do it now, how long would I be stuck here? Like, right. it's, um, there's like no good options yeah well at least uh if you're going you're going by truck instead of by plane yeah okay so that's better that's that's definitely like a less horrifying concept right now (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) so yeah my my plan is just to like i don't know uh you know get down to where i'm going uh just completely just you know, douse myself in as much antibacterial and hand washing as I possibly can, and then lock myself in a room for 14 days. That's like my best plan right now. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, um, yeah. So, so this is a little surprise for you. Um, originally tonight was going to be your last episode in studio. Um, before moving back yeah. to Chicago. So originally, you know, Kate and I were going to do something fun and kind of special for you. Aww. Um. When you listen to this episode, you'll hear that we still sort of did, uh, but it's entirely different format-wise from what it would have been. Um, but uh, so format-wise for this episode, we're doing things differently. Um, I've been asking everybody um, first for a little surprise for you, and then uh, to talk about how the quarantine and you know coronavirus have affected them so far, and like especially from the lens of like food and eating and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm wondering what, like, I I mean, obviously like you are moving during this, which is a whole thing. Um, but, uh, right. So I'm trying to like not have food in the house. Okay. (laughs) So like, I, I think I've just gotten takeout for like, cause I, I, at this point I've actually packed most of my dishes as well. Okay. So now I'm just like seeing how many pizzas like can last me until they leave. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Like, 
jokes aside, I do kind of think that that's one of the like best ways to eat right now. Like, cause it's safer than going to the grocery store in terms of like amount of people you're going to interact with. You're helping whatever restaurant you're ordering from stay open and like paying someone's salary for the day. Right. Like, there, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of benefits to it right now, and I I think good on you for uh, stimulating the economy. <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't know what else to do. <laughs> like, and I I actually ran out of toilet paper oh, today. No. <laughs> and uh, but the depth next door like totally has toilet paper. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> but I was like. Oh my god, seriously, it couldn't have lasted me two more days. <laughs> <laughs> I um I briefly considered uh so we we've kind of gone back and forth on whether or not the studio is going to stay open during all of this, right? And we uh ultimately we decided it is, but we're like encouraging people to stay home if they're at all worried about it and like yeah. You know, I'm I'm not uh taking too many chances um but if someone really wants to pay me to be here i'm not going to say no because i can't afford to um but Mm -hmm. i did uh i did think about like you know i think that if anybody is paying to come in they're also going to have to bring us a pack of toilet paper as part of their payment it's just you know part of the (laughs) currency now (laughs) well the steep price (laughs) I actually haven't seen anybody run out of it. I know it's a thing that's happening and it's kind of like a the big joke, but right. uh, like all the stores around me have like plenty of toilet paper. It's not a problem. <laughs> We've been um I've been finding all the stores near me sell out while I'm there. <laughs> so, we managed <laughs> we grabbed like the second to last pack the other day when we were at the grocery store, which was fine cuz we also had like half a pack left in our cupboard, but you know, four people in the house me having the body i have we go through toilet paper a lot um so we wanted to stock up anyway um but i've been finding most of the time the store is sold out um but it but i always see people buying it while i'm there which means i'm always getting there just too late i have heard they're they're kind of like limiting the amount they put up on shelves so mm. maybe it's like it seems like they're gone but they're uh, they actually have it stashed somewhere oh uh, like know. there's there's some poor stock clerk whose job is to run up and down the stairs bringing up more toilet paper every couple minutes yeah i think it's like a supply thing like they mm. they need to keep it like in stock for like a, uh, an amount of time so they don't put it all out right but uh yeah well i i looked at that that little like because i had only gone to the depth to get like because they didn't want to buy the big pack of, of toilet paper because I was I was leaving. I yeah. was like, I won't need this much. And the the depth next door does like a little like four pack. Oh, know, yeah, like yeah. Four rolls. Yeah. And it's like Which single ply, so it's enough to last you a day. No, they're, they're pretty decent. Okay. It, it's, it's the good stuff. It's the one with the kitten on the front. It's good. Mm. <laughs> but... I, I like started my period the other day and I had one roll left and I was like, there's no way. <laughs> it's just... It's not gonna happen. No. <laughs> well, the the second thing that I have to ask you about, um, and this is obviously the thing that's on everybody's mind, uh, is of course our Munch Madness food bracket. You sure? <laughs> the most important thing of 2020. Yeah. Look. <laughs> Your nonsense food bracket. <laughs> this is the second is it most important. Ketchup versus marshmallows today. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're in the quarterfinals. Ketchup and marshmallow didn't even make the top 16. Um, actually, oh I don't think parsley and ostrich. <laughs> um, so we're into the quarterfinals, obviously, um, which means mm. that we're getting into the thick of it these are all ones that people have agreed are better than something else already um Uh and what i'm finding fun at this point is that now we're getting to a stage where all of these pair-ups are either going to be ridiculous why would you even ask this question or extremely contentious Mm. uh and today funny (laughs) enough (laughs) we've got one of each so (laughs) okay uh the first round of our quarterfinals uh is between cake and garlic different things it's like i don't know macaroni and cheese versus staplers like (laughs) staplers all the way all right uh do i have to answer that yeah of course okay um 
Uh, okay. Well, I feel like the popular uh, decision is gonna be cake, but since I, I don't, I'm gonna take the weird position on this because uh, I love garlic and I don't have much of a sweet tooth, so I'm gonna go garlic. <laughs> so I'll tell you, um, we had one vote each for cake and garlic before now, so you just broke the tie, and garlic is the winner. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> no vampires for me. <laughs> I predicted that. Um, so I already spoke to Kate and Jeremiah, and uh, they had each voted, you know, one one for cake, one for garlic. And I told Jeremiah... Did Kate... Kate went for cake, didn't she? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I told Jeremiah, I was like, I, I'm going to predict that Adrian is going to vote for garlic. Uh, I also predicted what you would vote for in the second round, and let's see if I'm right. The, the second right. of our quarterfinal rounds is... Uh, Soups versus sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least those are kind of um, like there. I can see those things being side by side. Oh yeah, this is the one that I think like everyone who disagrees with whatever ends up winning is going to be real mad about it. But there doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't personally think there's a right answer to this question. No, I think it's a really they're they're very on par. Um. I, and I very much like soups. I'm a big, I'm a big soup person. But I feel like maybe, oh, does sandwich hold a, a bigger <laughs> cultural significance? There's there are much more sandwich places than soup places, right? <laughs> like sandwiches is, is more of like a substantive, like you know, lunch on the go. Mm. Can't take a soup on a go. Sure. Ah, uh, but I do, I do like soup. Um. Oh. Which one would you miss more if you couldn't have it? Mm, I think I have a more of an emotional attachment to soup in a way that would make me miss it. Hmm. But I think in order of just like, fuck, like I just wanted like a lunch <laughs> and there's no more sandwiches that exist. <laughs> I think that would be more disruptive to my life. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to say sandwiches. You're going sandwiches? Even though my heart is with soup, I'm gonna say sandwiches. That's okay. Sometimes, sometimes we vote <laughs> against our hearts because the other option <laughs> feels like the right choice. Um, <coughs> Biden. Sorry. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm two for two because I also said you were gonna go sandwiches, and uh, yeah, that was also a tiebreaker because, of course, uh, I actually don't remember who voted for which one, but Kate and Jeremiah we're split on that one as well so you just broke both ties and our hey our first two semi-finalists are garlic and sandwiches <laughs> garlic is such a random it's just it's not not yeah there's got to be a way to make these more categorically similar <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can make the bracket for 2021 well i think you have to break it down into like staples and desserts <laughs> like it's gotta be narrower <laughs> maybe maybe next year it'll be 16 but four of each like thing and we'll start them off you yeah. know because that because by, by the finals maybe herbs get their own yeah maybe get herbs their own category <laughs> right <laughs> i mean fair enough yeah cool um well adrian this is this is it this is it this is crazy um yeah thank you so much for doing this for the past like what is it like two and a half years yeah it's been a while right (laughs) um yeah when when we first met and we're taking i think it was a herald improv class with joe Conto. i think that was where we met for the first time um i remember thinking right away Adrian's very cool. I want to be friends with Adrian. And I'm I'm really, really <laughs> thankful that I got that opportunity over the past couple of years. Aw. This, this has been it's it's been really like when I brought you and Kate onto the show, I was like, okay, cool. Like we're gonna, you know, one finally have some voices on here that aren't just dudes. And two, like <laughs> I I really appreciated like the two of you taking a chance on this. Um, like mm-hmm. seeing like, okay, like here's this show being run by someone who's 10 years younger than me and like (laughs) doesn't seem to totally know what they're doing uh it seems like fun though I'll just do it it'll it'll be a good time and I I really appreciate like 
you doing that and you giving so much of your time to this thing over the past couple of years. And like, I think listeners have really, really appreciated having you around, like both cause you're really fucking funny and because you bring like this, like totally different energy to it than a lot of people. Um, <laughs> What I'm saying Screaming is centrism. That's what I bring to it. <laughs> I was going to call you crotchety, but it's yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> Just intense moderation coming at you in, in every direction. I, I'm probably the most passionate uh, non-position person in the world. <laughs> I think. I think. Like, like jokes aside, I think that is something that like people have really appreciated. Though, like, I know I certainly have. Like, there's. I am a person who politically is pretty radical and I am that way I think because I have a lot of baggage about how conservative I was in my past Um, and Mm. so for me it is very hard to hear a sort of moderate or centrist opinion from somebody and not get Mm. mad about it and you are one of the few people who I think is able to deliver opinions that I don't necessarily agree with in a way that doesn't get yeah. my blood boiling. And I really appreciate that about <laughs> you. Because <laughs> it you you do like I think regularly challenge us to like think a little bit broader than we are inclined to. And like you yeah. do it in a way that is really like fun and approachable and like not not frustrating, you know? <laughs> I I try. And also like to be fair I'm still super liberal. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it's not really like that far of a fight, but I I do like to, uh, um, you know, like not dismiss the parts of the arguments of things that make uh, things complicated, you know, that that things aren't always as simple as we we want them to be because there are other um, aspects and directions you can kind of look at something. Mm -hmm. So just because the conclusion could be different doesn't mean there's not like a, a valid position to to consider about why people don't don't think it should be the way you want it to be right um yeah absolutely but uh yeah <laughs> well that's it but i think no, you, you bring that in a way that like resonates with me whereas like i definitely know other people who as soon as they you know they're they're politically in the same place as me but they feel the need to bring in the other side specifically to be kind of a shit disturber and like <laughs> and that I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> like, I feel like you you do it from a really honest place of wanting to like imagine other people complexly, and I I really like that about mm-hmm. you. So thank you for being oh, you. That's sweet. Well, and it, it's been so uh, fun. You know, it's it's something that I look forward to in the the weeks that I'm on it, and um, to you know have. Um, you know, God, I don't want to say like hang out with the young folk, but I mean, like to, um, you know, to to kind of see, um, you know, be be challenged and on the way that I think about things and and from the time that I come from and having seen so much shift and change and kind of seeing you guys on the vanguard of of sort of the new, um, you know, social currents and things to you know, and I think it, it kind of keeps me on my toes in a way of like oh right like you know because I'm not like a jackass I'm not trying to like <laughs> hurt people's feelings but you know like you know sometimes it's it's unaware like you don't see the cultural shifts coming at you and you have to mm-hmm. kind of stop and go like oh right <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> that's a good point you know and and um, kind of make those adjustments and considerations mm-hmm. I know I, I hear things that come out of my mouth and like it, it's a weird thing because you know I am a bit older so I will think of something that I would have said in the time period that I'm remembering it <laughs> and then I'm like oh no I don't think we say that anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I get that I immediately regret those words <laughs> I mean you gotta remember I was I was in high school 10 years ago at the height of political incorrectness <laughs> So I'm right there with you. <laughs> My formative years were real, yeah. real, real offensive. <laughs> but like, I, it's not anything I've said in like 15 years. It was just I was like, somebody asked me a question about high school or something. And I was like, oh, that's how we called that then? <laughs> like, no, no, nope. not right. Yeah, nope, nope. I don't think that's on the agenda anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> So there, there are things buried down, and and you try to be 
you know, better and you try to be uh, good. But, um, you know, sometimes you need somebody to push you in a direction that that makes you realize that you've done something uncomfortable. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't want to, like, end this because I'm going to miss you. But <laughs> but also we've got lives to get hey, back well, to. Yeah, well, yeah, seriously, but I, I will, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, kind of Skype in on, on something in the future, let you know how it's going from Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> if, hopefully I will get there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you get refused re-entry to the US and have to come back to Montreal, like, I hope that doesn't happen, because that sounds like it'd be very stressful and inconvenient, but you're always <laughs> welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's wild, wild times, and yeah. I don't. Uh, I I had like a because I'm generally pretty chill, and and today I was just overwhelmed with like just straight up panic yeah. and <laughs> like very freaked out in a way that I am not accustomed to. <laughs> but um, I am full of scared, so. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be okay, but I, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, I think that's perfectly reasonable and normal. And, uh, I think you're also (laughs) right that it'll be okay. But, but I think, yeah, don't be, don't feel like you can't feel those things anyway, you know? Like, even if intellectually you know it'll all be fine, you're allowed to Mm -hmm. feel stressed and anxious about it until it is fine. Like, that's, that's totally reasonable. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I was kind of stressed and anxious before, and then like <laughs> they threw a pandemic on me, right. and <laughs> it's not helping. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I tell everyone who you know leaves the show amicably, and that's that. You know, anytime you want to hop on an episode, just hit me up, and we'll set something up. Because. Uh, okay. Yeah, and do it. Sounds, do it. Sounds good. Do it more often than Johan has. Oh no! Well, I'll be in quarantine and I'll be working remotely for so uh, I will be locked in a room for a while. You probably have good access to me. So we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I'll let you go. I'll get through the outro and uh, yeah, have a good trip. All right. Hope everything thanks, goes well Tom. and uh, keep in touch. Yeah. Thanks for the the last two and a half years. <laughs> yeah. Same to you. Bye. So that's it, guys. That's the end of our episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope that whatever is going on in your life during all of this, you are doing okay. Um, I hope that you are safe and feeling loved and connected, um, even with all of the distancing going on. Um, yeah, I want to once again just you know say thank you so much to Adrian for giving us the last couple of years and uh, wish her all the best in Chicago. I mean, hey, with with having to do remote episodes, there's a pretty good chance you're going to hear from her again soon because I suspect she's going to be bored and, you know, it's just as easy to call from Chicago as it is to call from within Montreal. So maybe this won't be the last we hear of her in the next little while. But uh, no matter what, we wish her the best and uh, we're really, really happy to have been able to work with her for the past couple of years. She's really great. Um, Yeah, that's it. If you like this episode, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Um, Like I said earlier, we... uh, we also really appreciate if you just share the link around. Um, I know right now finances are tight for people, so absolutely no pressure to support us financially. But if you can, that would be very cool. We won't say no. You can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts um, and by following us on social media. We're at Down With Talking pretty much everywhere. And on Facebook, you can look for Up For Discussion Podcast. Um, the only thing I want to plug... Um, yeah, the only thing I want to plug this week is that uh, there's a lot of other great shows on our network, uh, the Upford Network. If you want to go check any of those out, you know, maybe because of all of the social distancing, you suddenly have a lot more time on your hands to listen to podcasts. I would highly recommend going to our network's website, UpfordNetwork.com, finding another show there that looks interesting to you and downloading it. Um, we just brought a new show onto the network called Gaze in the Woods that I've been really enjoying. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to selfishly plug my own show here as well. Uh, Natural Toonie, which is my D&D podcast, has gotten absolutely ridiculous the past couple of episodes, and uh, I think you'd really enjoy it. That's it for me. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. And as always, the show is produced and edited by me, Tom Zalatni, for the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com.
Thanks again, Adrian. We'll miss you. Yeah, he's come to see you. Who I said, now Benson, Benson Joe.